0: sharing the good news of Christ. It's your host, Craig James, and this is Just Informed Talk Radio.
1: Good morning and welcome to another Just Informed talk radio show. I'm your host, Craig James, and we have a big, big show today. Of course, if you've been living under a rock, then you may not be aware that over the weekend, Israel was attacked in one of the largest terrorist attacks on Israel in decades. Israel's come out now and said they open they plan to declare open war. We're going to tell you all the details about that and i just find it interesting the timing of it all i'll tell you what my theory is on the whole thing what we can expect to see coming into the future what's happening now that we're not paying attention to we're going to try to cover all angles of this we're going to try to get into the nitty-gritty details i have important takeaways from it all but the timing is strange i'll tell you that there is something there We're going to dive into it here in the show today. I hope you guys are ready. We're going to get through it all, but I want to say first, though, thank you to everybody who's joined us here today. I know you could be a lot of other places, but you choose to be here with me, whether you're listening live on 1360 KHNC on the AM dial here in the front range, or you're listening after the fact on the podcast, or you're listening online right now, live, 1360 KHNC.com, wherever you are, I want to say thank you for tuning in and I hope you guys are ready. We have a big show. We're going to be covering what happened in Israel. The videos over the weekend were horrendous. People being massacred. You have Hamas militants paragliding into Israel and committing war crimes and atrocities that uh, are pretty unbelievable. But the interesting thing to me is not that it happened, more overly the interesting thing to me is that the timing of it all happening we're going to get into all that here so i hope you guys are ready for that and much more in today's episode so i guess it's like where do we even start over the weekend hamas militants invaded portions of israel southern israel it seems and have effectively started waging all out war on both civilian and military targets. Now, for me personally, I've said it and I'll say it again. I'm not the biggest fan of Israel because I don't believe it's the Israel of the Bible. I'll just say that. It's in the same location, but I don't believe that the secular humanist government of Israel is representative of what israel is defined as and portrayed as in the bible so let's get that clear up front people can disagree with me all they want and if you have a disagreement and you think i'm wrong i'd love to hear why i am wrong you can text the number 877-536-1360 877-536-1360 if you think i'm getting it totally wrong or you have a take that you want to share that's the number to text or you can call but i want to put that out there first and foremost so geogra- ge- geographically yes israel is where we see it on the map but i've said it before and i'm just i'm going to stick to my guns on this one that i do not believe it is the same israel that we are taught about in scripture now are these descendants of the tribes that are referred to? Yes. And my whole contention is just that the government in Israel, the Israeli government, the secular humanist government is not representative of the Israel that we learn about in the Bible. So I'll just leave that there. That's the first thing I'm just going to put the caveat on all of this with. Right? Now I'm going to get into what happened. Obviously... There has been a battle going on. There has been land that has been fought over for many, many years now. And I'm going to be quite frank here. What you're seeing happening has been happening for quite some time. We've just had some pretty graphic and overt attacks on civilians over the weekend that has made political headlines across the country and the world and has truly stirred individuals into a very, uh, let's just say we're getting to that blind rage point where people are just going to start doing what they did. Here, take my money. Go kill people because that's going to make everything better. I'm saying that's what people are going to be pushed into believing. And maybe it will solve something in the short term, yeah. Maybe we we need to stop these terrorists, sure. However, I would caution everybody to take take pause and remember how many times in the past we've rushed into things without thinking them through, and it's ended up putting us in a much worse position than we were to begin with. And, of course, in this show, I'm going to try to get into... My theories on why this is happening now because that I believe is more important, even than what is happening that we can see is the timing. Everything is happening on a time frame that was predicted by yours truly, but not only myself, many others, including Tucker Carlson, which I'll play a clip a little later here in the show of him explaining something that i think is very important to hold in context to what we are seeing unfold right before our eyes right now every time we get to a point societally here where we start making progress as far as battling the deep state bureaucratic globalists and their regime puppets something else happens which diverts our attention which necessitates our removal of logic and our blind trust to ensue. And that's what I don't want. Yes, what happened in Israel was horrific. Yes, there were people who were murdered who shouldn't have been murdered, and it was a tragedy. Yes. And the people who committed these crimes should be be severely punished by whatever means are deemed necessary however what happens when these things take place and, and you've seen it before so i'm not telling you something you don't know is they play on our emotions they play the clips of the women and the children being harmed and they put it right in your face and then they start going to work behind the scenes and they expect you and i to just sign the blank checks to make it go away. And that's, that's the problem here, folks. The problem is they know how to exploit our collective conscience and our collective desire and will to not be exposed to this kind of evil and harm. Which, for better or worse, is exactly where we're at today. And that's exactly what they're going to do in the coming days, weeks, and months. And if you don't believe me, just wait because like most things that we conspiracy theorists say eventually they do come true whether today tomorrow a year from now or longer it will eventually happen and it may happen sooner than we think and that's my that's my concern my concern is we're being manipulated with this attack and i think There's a lot of factors that people are noting that I think are worth looking at, such as the fact that the Mossad, one of the premier intelligence services in the world, was completely unaware of a massive attack with Hamas terrorists paragliding into Israel to slaughter innocent civilians. Perhaps we should look at why this may have been allowed to happen. Just like we talk about 9 11, in retrospect and hindsight, a lot more was happening that day than we first knew. I wouldn't be surprised if there was more to what we're seeing here now. And we're going to get into it here on the show, you guys. Text or call 877 536 1360. I want to hear your thoughts on it all. When we come back, I'm going to give you more information. And we're going to run through all the scenarios. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back after the break. This is Steve at
2: Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let
1: you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling.
2: You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th
1: Street, Greeley.
2: 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654.
3: Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360.
1: back to Justin Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And before the break, we've been talking about what happened in Israel over the weekend the massive terror attack, the aftermath and consequences, and it's only getting more severe. What happened? Well, Hamas terrorists launched a massive surprise attack on Israel Saturday, killing dozens of soldiers and innocent families inside of Israel. They launched over 5,000 missiles into southern and central Israel. Over 250 Israelis died. This was reporting as of yesterday. I think the number's higher than that now. 1,000 hospitalized, and that is essentially what the first reports have been over the weekend. The number keeps going up as far as the death toll is concerned. One of the most popular videos that kept virally spreading on social media were videos from a rave that was taking place in the southern desert in israel which was apparently one of the primary targets of the hamas terrorists as they paraglided in the videos are horrendous almost surreal as you watch hamas terrorists armed to the teeth flying on paragliders and you don't know what a paraglider is that's that's the apparatus where you wear a parachute with a a big basically a big fan on your back to propel you forward and these terrorists who were paragliding in to israel landed at a rave and there were many young men and women participating in this rave, which, you know, look, rave culture, if you guys don't know what a rave is, a rave is, as far as I know, I've never been to one, but from what I understand, raves are basically like big concert slash dance parties where young people get together and take drugs and do dance and, and, and engage in other debaucherous behaviors. Now, does that mean that they deserve what they have seen? Is that does that deserve does that mean that they deserve what's happening to them? No, of course not. But I can tell you right now that what we're seeing Is no less than a war that is that has been planned for a long time, that has been coming for a long time, that has been building for a long time. So whatever spark strikes the powder keg, that's what we're going to see unfold. And I have clips here. I'm going to play a clip from Tark Carlson. Okay, and I want you to listen to this clip because this was a clip that came out before this, this Israeli attack or this, this Hamas attack on Israel. And I don't, I don't want people to get me wrong. Somebody texted in and, asked, and says, Israel is the promised land. How can you say that is not the real Israel? It's God's chosen people. Well, again, to, to the person who's texting in, I would clarify what I've said. I believe that Israel, the secular humanist government of Israel, is different from the people of Israel who are in the land of Israel, if that makes sense. And I hope that that's clear, clear. but I've said this before and I'll say it again, I make a differentiation between the secular humanist government running Israel and the people of Israel and Israel itself as a land. So if that's something that is hard for others to understand, I appreciate it. I'd love for you to explain further how I'm getting that wrong. But I believe that my understanding is the one I'm going to go ahead and stick with. It is not necessarily that I... Let's put it this way. There's a difference between the Israel that is described in the Bible and the literal government running Israel now. Because the government of Israel has done awful things to Christians and has not served the people of its country very well in many regards. And that's a whole other show, though. I mean, we could spend a few hours on that if you want. We can go down the history of what's been happening in Israel, but I'd have to prepare a whole different show for that. So for now... What I'll stick with is what's happening and understanding it through the terms of what happens when men get involved. And that's what we're seeing. This is all, I don't think people fully comprehend, a lot of those who don't pay too close attention don't fully comprehend how man is involved in all of this and how this is, in my humble opinion, a product of. Bad actors doing bad things on both sides. Let's put it that way. I'm not making an ex- I'm not making a, a, a declaration that Hamas was in the right here. They're evil for what they're doing and what they do and stand for. But perhaps we should look at people and individuals involved who were in charge of defending against this and why it was allowed to happen. It's the same thing with 9/11, folks. Look back historically at 9/11. In the moment, we were all, we're all Americans, we're all together, we're all going to go fight terrorists, we're going to take out these evil terrorists. Now, in hindsight, we look back and go, man, they really took advantage of the emotion that we felt that day, and then the days subsequently thereafter. And they really manipulated us, and they really got us to do things that we probably shouldn't have done. So my whole point in covering this is, let's take a step back And not become emotionally involved with this, even though it is tragic and it's horrific and it does do exactly what it's meant to do. What is terrorism meant to do? It's meant to instill terror, instill fear, to make you afraid, to make you do things you may not otherwise do. It is not just physical, kinetic warfare. It is psychological warfare. So... From my perspective, the only thing I'm trying to do and cover this and covering this is not get into a, a theological debate on which you know which Israel is the real Israel and who is you know who are the good you know people and bad people. The point is and we can do that one day. I'll just have to prepare a totally different show for that, but we can go into it. We can look at the history, we can look at who's been running Israel, how they've been running Israel. What laws and policies have they been producing out of Israel? Because that, I will go toe-to-toe with anyone on that just to go down the rabbit hole. And if I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. Put my hand up. Hey, got it wrong. I want to learn how to make it right, how to get it right. But for today, what we're doing is we're talking about this terrorist attack and how they're going to be using it against us. So I'm going to play this clip. This is Tucker Carlson. I think it needs to be played. Because let's just be honest, I've talked about this before. I'll talk about it again. And I'm going to talk about more here. But let's hear. This is Tucker Carlson over a week ago. And I want you to see if you can spot what I've spotted here. Listen to this clip right now. Done
3: everything they can. By legal means, which are, in fact, extra legal means, if we're being totally honest, completely third world stuff, to take the opponent out of the race and they're still losing. So, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. This is not going to be a race between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. I would bet my beloved fishing camp in Maine that that is not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So what will happen? Well, I don't know. One of like 400 distinct Other possibilities? I mean, I just can't even, you know, pick one. By the way, if it's Gavin Newsom, we all should be very, very concerned. That guy's scary, and I mean it. I mean it's scary. Yeah, but that's a whole separate conversation. But the point is, this this will be forced. These issues will be forced soon, like in a year. And the road from here to November of 2024 is going to be filled with developments nobody in this room could foresee. I can promise you that. So it's about to get very serious, uh, for sure. Only leadership of the world at stake, which is also, by the way, we now know, the most lucrative possible political franchise in human history. (laughs) So everything's at stake. What wouldn't they do? What haven't they done? What might they do next? Let your imagination run wild. So the question, the only one that you can answer is, how will you prepare yourself for that? And because that really is the only question, And, and I mean, I just my my answers to that in my own life, I'll just tell you what I think. One, be a little bit more serious. You know, like take this seriously, much as you want to retreat and pretend everything is fine. Sit down. It's not fine. Okay. Two, you know, maybe if you look across at the people you despise, the small group of people running this country. It is small. It does not represent most. People in America doesn't represent anything close to a majority at all. Again, just to restate, Donald Trump, who is hated as a blood enemy by over 40% of the population and who's been attacked in ways no political figure has ever been attacked in the West, is beating the incumbent president, okay? I'm not sure that's entirely an endorsement of Trump. To some extent, it is. And his empathy, that's real. But it's also a sign of revulsion, Deep dissatisfaction with what we're doing. So most people are not on board with this. But the people who are responsible for it are the most dishonest, the most ruthless, the most anti-human group I've ever dealt with. And I spent 35 years living in Washington. I don't even recognize these people and what they're doing. I really don't. It's so dark. They are doing things that can't even on an academic level conceivably help the United States or the population that lives here. Letting in 7 million people from the poorest countries in the world illegally and then immediately putting them all on public benefits. I mean, that right there will destroy the country. And they did that on purpose. So these are really, really dark people, the darkest. So I need to be the opposite of that. And I'm not a super good person. The last thing I would do is claim to be. But this this is the moment to try a little harder to be a little bit better. This is not the moment to be drunk all the time. This is not the moment to tell lies. As they go lower, go higher. And there are many reasons for this. And one is spiritual, let's be totally honest. I do think this is a spiritual battle. There's no political explanation for it whatsoever. But one other reason is for the way that you feel about yourself. When you're honest, you are proud of yourself. When you're honest, you are strong. When you lie, you become weak. That is true. Tell a lie. You become weak. Why do you lie? Because you're hiding something. Because you believe that the people around you knew what you really thought or said or did. They would think less of you. That diminishes you. Your power ebbs when you lie. Tell the truth. Live like you've done it.
1: Okay, so Tucker, obviously, hitting the nail on the head once again. Now, remember, this is far... This is a long ways before what we just saw unfold over the weekend but what he said is if you caught it there in the beginning he said he who knows what these people are going to do in the run-up to the next election now do i think that everything is interconnected yes of course it is do i think this is all directly connected to specifically donald trump and the United States, well, obviously, because it all connects back to Ukraine, and everybody's connecting it to Iran and Russia, and we're going to get into all that today. Remember, what I've said and what many others have said for a little long time now, since this whole war broke out in Ukraine, is that we are in World War III. World War threes already started, folks. If you haven't, found, haven't realized that yet, then I suggest you catch up, because... This is what World War III looks like. It's slow. It's a creeping escalation, and that's what we're seeing happening across the board. So what I'm trying to get at here is with what Tucker Carlson said is that when we see attacks like this, this terrorist attack that's taking place over the weekend that has now led to a point where you have Israel coming out and ordering all out war, staging over 100,000 soldiers on the border with Gaza, planning an all out invasion. The war has started, folks. It already it already began a long time ago. We're just watching it unfold in front of our eyes. Where is it going to go from where is it going to go from here? If you have any thoughts, text and let me know. I'm going to tell you my thoughts on the other side of the break. We have a lot more to cover. I have a lot more news on this and much more. Troop movements, predictions, and what is happening. You're going to want to stay tuned. Just form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back after the break. it.
4: Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk. Carjacking old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. You think it's cool? Act a fool if you like. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face, Scope on the flag and light it up.
2: Yeah, you think it's tough? Well, try that in a small town. See how far.
1: Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We have a lot to talk about. We're talking about what's happened in Israel over the weekend. This is a big story. This is a big story. And I know for a lot of people, see, this is one of the most contentious stories. And they knew how it would hit in America, especially with the conservative Christian base, because it is, it does involve Israel. And I think as Christians, we are called to do certain things biblically which I am in agreement with, and I do stand with uh, the people of Israel, but I I cannot get on board with the Israeli secular humanist government, which is making decisions that I don't agree with in how they are provoking uh, further war or allowing things to happen. Now, that aside, we're going to talk about how what you're seeing happen right with this whole thing to me, it just reminds me of what we saw in 9-11 and how they're gonna they're gonna leverage our emotional reaction to continue to escalate this war further, which it is World War III. I don't think people fully grasp where we're at, but before we do that, I want to say thank you to one of the sponsors of this episode, the freedompeople.org. Now, who are they? These are patriots who want to help you trade your dependence for self-determination and to help you escape a system you never chose to join. If you follow your values, you can start determining your own future today by scheduling a call with them. What is their mission? Essentially, their mission is to legally and lawfully help you reduce exposure to the taxman and other bureaucratic bodies. How are they going to do that? Well, they're going to do it by helping you do things like set up an express trust, which also is going to help you manage your business, assets, and affairs effectively and privately while gaining greater control of you and your family's future. Also, they're going to help you do things like set up private membership associations, which will help you restructure your business in a way that allows you to run it exactly how you want and bypass many common regulations. And they have other services that they offer as well. But if you think that your children should be able to inherit, to receive their inheritance without... Paying an arm and a leg in taxes and that taxes are unjust if the government ceases to represent the interests of its people, then I want you to do me a favor and go to the THE freedompeople.org today. The freedompeople.org today. Set yourself up for success in the future and your family and your business. All you have to do is schedule a call. When you go to the, make sure you put the in the browser. T H E. The freedompeople org. When you go there to the website, there's a button that says Schedule a Call. All you do is click it, and then there's a full calendar open where you can set up a time for a call with them. Let them know I sent you. Just say, hey, I heard you over on Just Form Talk Radio, and we want to set up a call to uh, discuss uh, my business or my family's inheritance or maybe setting up a trust or getting some consulting. And what they're going to do is give you a 30-minute intro to all the services that they provide and how they can help you. So do me a favor, go to the, T-H-E, freedompeople.org today, schedule a call, let them know I sent you, but more importantly, set yourself up for success. I know these people. What they've done is they've dedicated themselves to figure out how to learn and understand the tax codes and regulations and laws so that they can allow provide you with all of the best information available and 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 consult with you and help you plan your future and set yourself up so that you can be successful not just for yourself but also for your family and business in a generational sense to protect yourself going into the future and into the future for your family and your business so schedule a call the freedompeople.org, the the freedompeople.org. call today and tell them i sent you but thanks to them for sponsoring the show now We have a lot that we're going to cover here today, Um, and I think the point I'm trying to make here in the beginning of the show, I knew, see, I know what this is going to do, right? See, because instantly what this has done is it sparked this debate, oh, well, do you support Israel? Do you stand with Israel? And, And I think that you can stand with the people of Israel and understand what Israel is described as in the Bible, as the promised land. And God's chosen people, you can understand all of that, but acknowledge that what is happening in that land right now, with how it's being run by the individuals in charge, who who mind you, these are secular humanists, right? These are these are people who do not even believe in God. In some cases, not all, but there are portions and factions that don't even believe. They're, They're secular humanists who don't even want a religious aspect as a part of what they're doing even though they are involved in other things and they they know that this is going to divide us they know this is going to make us argue with one another in the same way in the exact same way that it's done with Ukraine and Russia but now it's it's just a different country and a different set of circumstances Somebody asked, if we are World War III, then why are we still here as Christians? I mean, I'm not sure what that is in reference to. I think uh, if there is a world war, that doesn't mean that Christians are just going to... I don't think this should be confused with the rapture or anything else. I mean, this is a war. Wars happen. Um, But I'll gladly answer any texts that come in. 877-536-1360. 877 1360 If it helps broaden the conversation and answers questions you have, I'll always gladly do it to the best of my ability. And I may not be right all the time, and I always want you guys to fact-check me and do your own research and don't just believe what I say and take it as gospel. I want you to go and check on it yourself. Uh, that means, you know, looking up the facts surrounding a situation and also... Uh, when I, you know, share anything, I want you guys to go and check it for yourself. If I say it, for instance, and it has to do with the gospel or anything like that, then double check, you know, what I'm saying in the Bible. I want you to read your Bibles too. Understand what's going on here because it is a battle of good versus evil. It is a spiritual battle as much as it is a kinetic physical battle here in this realm. And, What we're seeing out of Israel though, so so the whole point I guess I'm trying to get at here, which is so difficult for some, it's a very fine line because people get so easily triggered just at the thought of questioning what's happening and not letting your emotions take over. People, we have to remind ourselves that if there is a war, then everything is propaganda. Everything you see, all these reports, all these videos, all these social media accounts getting millions of views, spreading videos, they are getting what they want out of us. They want to provoke a reaction. Now, a ground invasion of Gaza is coming. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has issued a stark warning to Hamas, telling Gaza civilians to leave now because they will operate forcefully everywhere. They're amassing over 100,000 troops on the border of Gaza. They're planning to launch an all-out war in response to this attack. Perhaps that's what they wanted. Perhaps that's why they would allow something like this to happen, because they wanted to have a pretense to go to war. Perhaps we should be looking at this from a different perspective than A purely emotional reaction to the videos and and clips that were being shown i I mean i'm only asking these questions perhaps should we should we not let our emotions dictate how we respond to all of this i ask in in sincere in the most sincere form I, i really truly want to know Are we just going to react to this like we did in 9-11 and start signing blank checks and give away more money? Would the Israeli government allow an attack like this to take place to create the pretense to go and take over what's remaining of the land that they've fought for for so many years? I don't know. I'm asking questions that we should all be asking. Does that mean I'm pro or anti anything? No, it just means I want to get to the truth. Stay tuned. We'll be back.
0: The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. you do and then i do you know but i
1: know welcome back to just form talk radio i'm your host craig james and we're talking about what's happened in israel over the weekend the terror attack that happened at and across many parts of israel hamas terrorists paragliding in in some cases and waging horrific attacks which ended up killing hundreds of people so far we don't have exact numbers the numbers are still coming in and the war is still the battle is still ongoing there are still pockets of uh armed fighting happening all throughout southern portions of israel as we speak israel is mounting a counteroffensive and declaring war against individuals who have per- per- perpetrated this attack and I know that some people don't want to hear this but we have to we have to question what's happening here and the timing of it all now do I condemn the demonic and evil actions of the Hamas militants who committed these atrocities? yeah of course I do do I think that these people stand for everything that is against? What what I believe not only as an American but more overly as a Christian, do I think that these people would would want nothing more than to, to destroy us all as Christians? Yeah, no, that's not. Please, if you think that that's, I don't believe that or that I'm in support. You're wrong. the The point I'm trying to make here is just look back at nine eleven. I keep using nine eleven as an example, but. We have to take a step back here and look. Okay, so 9-11 happens. We all get our American flags out. We're all emotionally traumatized. We're all desensitized to another degree, to, to the next level. And we all want vengeance. And we're letting our emotions take full control. Cooler heads were not prevailing. So what do we do? Well, first, the bureaucrats take advantage of our national emotional reaction our hysteria and paranoia and fear and they pass the Patriot Act basically destroying the Constitution and our uh, right to privacy then they launch wars first in Afghanistan and then in Iraq and to what end well, now we see, with hindsight being 2020, the end they were trying to achieve: petrodollar dominance, the desensitization of the American people to war, beta testing, the terrorist paradigm that they wanted to create how to manipulate emotions to create an enemy using terror and terror and guess what now they've called americans terrorists domestic terrorists inverting reality While they have actual Antifa domestic terrorists burning down police precincts and taking over entire cities. While they have gang terrorists roaming Chicago, shooting people at will. While they have racist terrorists like Black Lives Matter marching on cities to extort the population and threaten them that if they don't vote a certain way, then they will be violently attacked. And then they call parents at PTA meetings domestic terrorists because they don't want their kids to be indoctrinated into LGBTQ cult. And they call Catholics praying outside of abortion clinics terrorists because they're praying for people to stop murdering innocent children. Now, would I be surprised if other nations secular humanist governments of certain nations like Israel would not take a page out of that playbook and do something similar in their own country. I'm not sure. Perhaps. I think it's a a reasonable observation that I'm not the only one who's making at this point. What is interesting as well, and I'll talk about this a little bit more in the second hour with everything else. Isn't it interesting, ask yourself this question that we remove Kevin McCarthy as the Speaker of the House one of the rubber stampers for Ukrainian war funding and threatened to replace him with either Donald Trump or Jim Jordan, both of whom have come out and said publicly that And especially Jim Jordan recently came out publicly and said that we will not be sending any more money to Ukraine until the southern border is closed. Oh, how interesting. Not more than 24 hours after Jim Jordan came out and said that he would not be funding war in Ukraine until America fixes its border and takes care of other things here domestically. Well, what do you know? Israel, intel- Israeli intelligence, the one of the foremost intelligence services in the world, the Mossad, who has so heavily infiltrated Hamas and other groups that have threatened Israel that it is said that they can barely get one fighter across the border to commit a terrorist attack, just so happens to be able to launch hundreds of paragliding terrorists into their, their country to commit an atrocity at a public rave. to generate social media posts showing young men and women being murdered and slaughtered, which has now given us the international outrage needed to have the whole world say, we need to support a war between Israel and and the Palestinian Gaza and, and all of the, the other forces there. It's just interesting how that all works. Jim Jordan's already come out and said he supports giving what can only be assumed as unlimited funding to Israel to fight these terrorists. Now, you can decide for yourself whether that's a good or a bad thing. I'm not going to tell you what to think in regard to that. I'll tell you what I believe. But... Let's be honest, folks. Do you see how this all works? And now Lindsey Graham's already pushing for, for unlimited Ukrainian funding, more war funding. The war funding that was going to stop a week ago is now back on. People don't understand how they're manipulating you. How are you ever going to stand up against me. That's my point. So, take it with a grain of salt, but this is one man's perspective on what's happening. If you have stuff you want to share, or thoughts, 877 can text that number. I mean, look, whatever side of the issue you fall on this, you have to admit that what they do is similar each time. It's always the same playbook. Stay tuned. We'll be back after the break.
0: It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's fifty cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only fifty cents. Choose from thousands of carryout size shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one seven to eight foot tall flowering tree for only two sixty nine fifty and get another tree for only fifty cents. That's two seven gallon trees for only two seventy. You Come take I twenty five to exit two
2: thirty five, then five miles west to the tree farm.
1: Welcome back to Justin Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We're talking about this Israel-Palestine, well, Israel-Hamas terrorist attack, and what's going to be happening here coming into the future. I can tell you right now that a lot of what we're going to see coming up is going to be pretty much going along the same script that they've written in so many different ways before with other battles in this region. They're going to end up rolling out the full-scale war. We got to get the terrorists. You know, uh, it's going to be a big thing. But my question was, how did we miss it? Well, I have this report from Cash Patel. He was a guest contributor and wrote this op-ed that I thought was interesting about how the Biden administration missed World War III. I'm going to read portions of it to you here. Kash Patel, you know him, former advisor to President Trump, confidant, etc. He writes, Instead of analyzing how the world's supreme intelligence agencies and superpowers missed Hamas's attack on Israel, the media is essentially ses- sensationalizing it. That's the scary part. It's not a miss, it's a deliberate act of weaponization by the Biden administration of our national security apparatus. The intelligence community like our national command authority is directed by one thing the commander in chief whether you grow its size it is or whether you grow its size is a red herring when you reorient thousands of career individuals trained to detect prospects of war you have less personnel and capacity detecting the threat environment it's simple there is only so much money machines and manning to direct against our enemies i know firsthand during the trump administration our national intelligence priorities were foreign terrorist organizations in defeating a nuclear Iran. We had specific cells and groups within the intelligence community dedicated against people like Hamas and Iran. They were top-tier priorities. President Trump made this mission simple. Defeating our enemies will always be the top priority in his national defense arsenal. We used all options, overt and covert. National intelligence priorities framework is the bulwark of our national security efforts. What is it? Simply define, amongst a multi-tier threat analysis each white house is charged with the duty of prioritizing the greatest threats to the united states and our allies in the trump administration that was simple Uh, al-qaeda isis and foreign and terrorist organizations were all top priorities each year the white house creates a new rack and stack within the nipf for example during biden's first year climate change was the top priority don't believe me his dod's first concept of operations the mandate that moves the dod rudder was on climate change not terrorists not the ccp not iran and not the cartels like we did during trump's term but the weather there's your critical intelligence failure driven by biden's desire to weaponize intelligence for political narrative purposes and it was intentional that's the difference between trump and biden now the world sees what's what happens when you don't or when you do not take action immediately after the Biden administration just weeks ago, provided Iran with $6 billion. And yes, that is a real number. Joe Biden did give Iran $6 billion while they were plotting with Hamas to pull off the largest mass slaughter of innocent Jews since the Holocaust. On the 22nd anniversary of the 9-11 attacks in America, Joe Biden finalized a deal to send $6 billion to the Iranian government in exchange for as many as five detained U.S. dual nationals. Held by the brutal regime, Iran now has been accused of working in congruence, according to the Wall Street Journal. So take it with a grain of salt. Iran helped Hamas plot the Israeli attack over several weeks. They also gave the green light, according to the Washington or the Wall Street Journal. There is some speculation that Iran may get dragged into what is rapidly emerging as the worst Middle Eastern crisis in years with various pro-israeli hawks claiming that the hamas attack would have only occurred with explicit iranian backing and if israel does indeed attack iran as it has hinted it would do for years we may suggest to fill up your gas tank yeah that's right gas pricing so look let me tie all this in a bow for you as we go into our final break before the second hour
2: but
0: when we come back
1: become... i'm going to explain how this is all connected Okay, And why this is global And why they don't want you to realize that And how they're keeping you from seeing it But we're here to pull the bull back from your eyes And make it clear So, stay tuned I'm going to show you what they have in store It's going to get worse from here Stay tuned folks, we'll be back Listening to Just One Talk Radio I'm your host Craig James We'll be back after the break Hello friends, this is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 PM, Saturdays at 5 to 7 PM, and
4: Sundays from 6 to 8 PM.
3: Tommy here with Revo Knives. We're a Colorado company looking for local customers who own a business that want to make a gift for their customers or employees that they'll always use and remember. We customize our knives with your logo and information so they always look at who to get back to when they need your service. Head over to our website at RevoKnives.com or give us a call at 720-947-9599. And as always, live sharp. Live sharp.
4: listening to
1: K10C, the roar of the Rockies.
4: I'm Liz Claman, and this is the Fox Business Report. The Israel-Hamas conflict is keeping stocks under pressure, and crude oil prices are higher because it creates uncertainty about how oil will be impacted. Shares of defense contractors are higher. Lockheed Martin and Northrop Grumman are up more than 3%. Shares of chip design company Arm jumped as the stock launched recently, but now Wall Street analysts say Arm shares could soar as much as another 57%. At least seven market watchers are recommending investors buy the stock. They see it benefiting from its technology to be used in artificial intelligence and new connected devices. The Amazon Prime big deal days are tomorrow and Wednesday, but MarketWatch says the best deals are usually on Amazon's own devices. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosolá. Invested in you.
2: Why are central banks quietly amassing mountains of gold? Because they know the dollar won't last. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to diversify your IRA or 401k into physical gold with Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, get a free info kit on gold by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. So text SHELTER to the number 989898 to get your free info kit
1: Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. This is hour two of the Just Informed Talk Radio show, and we have a lot to cover still. Now, what I've been talking about for the first whole hour, and I think it's worth talking about at length, is the terrorist attack took place over the weekend. Israel was attacked by Hamas terrorists who paraglided in to portions of southern israel and started committing acts of terror killing taking hostages destroying several americans were reportedly slaughtered and abducted by hamas terrorists in israel <clears throat> dozens <clears throat> excuse me dozens of american hostages are being held by hamas say israeli ambassador Excuse me. It is Monday. My voice is just getting started here. So, what we saw over the weekend, very simply put, was a massive attack. 5,000 missiles launched. 200, or over 700 Israelis died. The last number I saw. Over 1,000 hospitalized. And the numbers are growing. And... What I've talked about over the whole morning is whatever your your thought or opinion is on the biblical scriptural depiction of Israel, the people of Israel, the land of Israel. I think that that is to me, in my interpretation, different from the secular human humanist government that is run by these clandestine intelligence services who have decided to just just have a big whoopsie. Oh, we missed this one. Cash Patel wrote in his op-ed, which I was sharing earlier in the show, that it had to have been intentional for all the intelligence services to miss this massive attack that had to have been planned for a very long time, and a very large staging process had to have taken place for it to be pulled off and i've said it before it has hallmarks and reminds me of 9-11 and how they let that happen whether it was truly an inside job with drones and missiles and all kinds of that conspiratorial stuff uh or it was you know that they just allowed it to happen all i do know is that buildings don't fall in free fall especially buildings that don't get hit by planes and we had three buildings in new york city that fell in a in a exact free fall form which could only have meant that there were some sort of explosions or charges set that would have brought down those buildings and just like they sold that to the american public and the world as being the greatest and largest terrorist attack in the history of the world and how we had to go to war and give up our rights and do all of those things i fear that the israeli people are being manipulated in that same way now with this attack I'm not saying that Hamas is not fully responsible and should not be held accountable for the atrocities which they've committed but I am saying that it is possible that this was allowed to happen to create a pretense for a war that the Israeli government wanted if that makes sense and to go even further if you look back historically this isn't like some some one-off event this has happened time and time again whether it's vietnam and the gulf of tonkin or going all the way back to world war ii and pearl harbor there are times when attacks happen and things happen that obviously individuals know are coming and if they know that they are coming and they don't do anything to stop it it's because they want to do something or they have a goal which they want to pull off so we're joined. I have a good friend of the show, Steve Starr, calling in. Let's see what he has to say. I'm sure he has some interesting takes on all of this. Uh, let's bring him on the air. Steve, I want to thank you for calling in, and uh, I saw you call in on the board, so we're always, we're always happy to have you on. Uh, let's get your take on what's going on. What am I getting right? What am I getting wrong? What, what are your thoughts?
0: Wow, uh, Craig, I listened quite a bit, and I think you do a great show, you know, and I don't call in very often because I'd like to hear you. But I felt like I should weigh in on this a little bit because I think you're on the right target. You know, I don't think Gaza and the Palestinians are the issue. I think the real problem is Hezbollah to the north. They are dug in with far more advanced missiles. and As a matter of fact, they can almost level Israel in about an hour. They've been there for a long, long time. Uh, the lebanese at first were kind of welcoming to them because they were very diplomatic craig but that is kind of soured now we know what happened in damascus we know now that uh, all the munitions and supplies left in afghanistan are falling into the hands of the taliban we know iran is wanting to move across that region again and, yes, I hate to say that this could be shock and awe, like 9-11, just like what you just mentioned, to get activity going in this direction. But I don't see how the people of Gaza stood to gain anything out of what happened here. I don't know how bad it really is. It may have been exaggerated. We, we don't know the numbers for sure, but we do know it's a shock. I, I My guess is I think what is happening is, they are using this as a threat to Lebanon and the people in the rest of the region about what could be coming next in the north, which is far more significant and far more devastating, possibly, to uh, to Israel and the region. Jordan as well, Jordan, Saudi Arabia, all that area is at much more of a threat from Hezbollah in the north than they ever were from flying... Uh, glider and attackers and things like that in the south in this little sleepy town of Gaza which has now become an open uh, concentration camp uh kind of location very bad situation I don't don't trust a boss I don't like the guy I've never liked him he's been talking SHI filling in the rest for a long time with stuff he can't back up I don't I don't get it I don't think this looks right to me at all uh Netanyahu was over here in this country just recently before all this happened uh, it looks like to me it's being used as a shock and awe. What do you think of that? I'll just kind of leave it with that.
1: No, I think you have a <clears throat> very valid perspective, and I think it, it is like I was. What I was saying earlier in the show, too, if you were listening, I said this is just the the powder cake, right? The powder cake is being lit. It's just where is it going to come from, and that's where I'm where I'm seeing this going is that that whole region has been waiting for. They're essentially, I'm sorry, I'm hearing feedback on your side, Steve. I'm going to go ahead and just put you on on uh, mute here. But the, the, the whole region has been basically teed up for this broader conflict. Israel has realized that the walls are closing in, especially when you have a guy like Joe Biden in office who uh, has openly started supporting the Iranian regime. We're having Obama 2.0, which is what we saw with the uh, strengthening of these terrorist cells, these Muslim nations, the uh, creation of ISIS, all that stuff took place under uh, under Obama, and this is Obama two point with Biden. So I'm not surprised at one in one least bit that as Israel has or would allow this to happen to as Steve was putting out so so eloquently and clearly, to essentially send messages. And the message is that uh, Israel is ready to go to war to protect itself, and that is kind of the the convenient out the, the convenient outcome that has happened here, right? We've gone from having this situation where you have a conflict that was basically building and building and building, and the powder keg powder keg kept getting filled up further and further and further it was just where's the spark going to come from and i've said it before and i'll say it again for us to believe that the mossad one of the premier intelligence services in this in the, in the world along with us intelligence and other intelligence services just completely missed the fact that most likely iran was helping Orchestrate this terrorist attack is is completely.
2: Uh, that would be a very very short sighted thing to do.
1: And I'm going to tell you about what I think is going to be coming next when we come back. Call or text numbers eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty. Want to hear your thoughts? We're going to talk about all this and much more. And if you want to text that number, go ahead. We have more text. We're going to answer on the other side of the break. Look. Stay tuned, because we're going to keep diving down the rabbit hole. Thanks to Steve for chiming in. Uh, He is a definite friend of the show with great information that we always take uh, full advantage of. Stay tuned. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back to Just Warm Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We have a lot to cover here going forward into the show. We had Steve Starrs calling. I always really enjoy people uh, joining the conversation and chiming in. Steve, uh, a great uh, friend of the show who has a lot of great perspective and uh, thought. He basically was suggesting that Hezbollah is a bigger threat and that this could be sending a message uh, in a way to other people. Uh, nations around other factions that want to attack i think that's that's a very fair uh, observation i think that's kind of what i was getting at the gist that this just was this just happened without people noticing or, or being warned uh is ridiculous somebody texted in though on the text line and i want to address what they said they texted in saying i'm curious why democrat senator cory booker was in israel during the attack he is now safely left leaving the americans taken hostage well, that's typical Democrat, right? This is this is something that we have to be uh, very aware of, and this is something that we have to be completely uh, aware of, is that, you know, you have these factions inside of our government who, you know, who knows why. I mean, probably most likely just a coincidence that Cory Booker was there, because, I mean, what is Cory Booker? He's, he's not the brightest individual in the bunch there. Uh, let's just be quite clear, but... Who knows? You never know. These people are senators. They're high-ranking government officials. You know, what? Wh- who knows what they could have been doing over there, especially given uh, whom he chooses to bed with and be friends with and that are individuals linked to uh, the support of Palestinian forces and, and Hamas and other things. But another person uh, we have who is a friend. Wow. Uh, my friend Henry Loke from the feed, God's Feeding Station. Uh, who we've had here on the show before, uh, he's texting in and says his wife is stuck in Israel. She was over there for business on Friday. And his, his uh, text is that the narrative is the same as 9-11 and that they're rerunning that script. And look, that's exactly what I thought, Henry. And if you want to call in uh, and, and, and just let us know what's going on from your perspective... Uh, We'd love to have you call in. The number is 877-536-1360 if you're interested. Uh, But if not, uh, I'll just go with it to say that so now my good friend Henry, his wife's stuck over there right now during this attack. And you have to ask yourself some important questions about what are the true motivations behind all this. Because look, at the end of the day, I can tell you that as I've said through this whole show, that there's... A way that history doesn't repeat but it rhymes and what we're seeing here is is almost the exact same playbook as what happened on 9-11 and like i said you can go back to the gulf of tonkin and you can go back to uh, world war ii and, and pearl harbor if this was allowed to happen then you have to start asking why was it allowed to happen well there's a broader uh, geopolitical context to all of this and that is what's happening in ukraine what's happening with the biden administration in the united states and The uh, movement toward embracing the Muslim extremist movement and what they're doing. The $6 billion, which was held in a way, or which was given in a waiver for U.S. banks to transfer frozen Iranian oil funds, took place on the 22nd anniversary of 9 11. I mean, it's like they're sending a message to the American people that they're just, the, the playbook. Playbooks keep changing, but they all remain the same, right? They're just moving the money around. They're shifting it around, but it's essentially the same playbook. And now Iran is going to be a target. So look, Dave, listen, what do we know? Like, let's go back. Let's take a step back. Let's remove ourselves from the, the hysteria and the the fear and, and what they try to instill in us by having us see these violent images and and you know young kids getting murdered they want to put those images in your brain so you make stupid decisions and you don't think rationally what have they wanted from the beginning they want war with iran obama wanted war with iran hillary clinton wanted war with iran trump told us they were that they were going to be in a war with iran and north korea that that was the plan they want war with Iran. Okay? What does this do? Well, this brings us one step closer to war with Iran. And what have we talked about here? We've talked about it. And I feel like I wish we could get a, even a bigger audience, even though I'm so thankful for all of you guys who are here. But we need to spread this out, share this, share the links. Go to 1360 com. Share this show. Share the podcast. Get it out there. Because and tell your friends if you're listening on the radio tell them about 1360 because what are we doing i told you a couple weeks ago now i'm not the only one saying this so i'm not going to take credit for it in that regard but i'll say this i told you a couple weeks ago they're going to try to declare war to have the emergency war powers act so they can suspend elections in the united states just like we saw in ukraine that was the beta test the intelligence services running that whole show. The CIA is running Ukraine. uh, Zelensky is a puppet of NATO uh, and the intelligence services. And what do we see now? Right? Oh, we're going to go to war with Iran because of Israel. Because of Hamas. Because of the war that's going to break out there. (sighs) This is a war they've always wanted, folks. So let's just keep going. Text messages. The text messages are flowing in now. Thank you to everybody texting. 970 number says the deep state desperately needed an off-ramp for ukraine they needed a new distraction now i'm not sure that they are connected in any way but the horror in israel has provided the distraction they desperately needed coincidence possibly but the timing is convenient well it's a very very astute observation what is happening right now in well, let me tell you what's happening right now in Russia. Right now in Russia, a counteroffensive is on going as we see and it is not looking good for the individuals who are involved in that. Russia is launching an all-out counteroffensive against Ukrainian forces and this is resulting in massive losses as we speak. That war is, is not going the way the American uh, uh, military-industrial complex thought it would. It is falling. Uh, they, they really wanted to destroy Russia, but it's only made Russia seemingly stronger, and now it's emboldened their a- allies, whom we now are seeing uh, pushing for larger escalation. But we are the ones essentially being played, in my humble opinion. That's why we have to be aware of it. Uh, the texter who just texted that also texted in and said, Me. Violence is not the solution. I condemn the terrorism from Hamas. I condemn all those responsible. I condemn the violence from all sides over the last 3,500 years and just want innocent people to stop being slaughtered. The Internet. No, you must pick a side now. Yeah, that's how it feels sometimes. Uh, you know, because, I, I, like I said, this is, this is why I say they're playing us. Remember, the, the, the Internet is, it's not what it was. The internet used to be the wild west. The the internet before AI became ubiquitous and and rolled out in its full capacity, the internet was a truly free speech you know connection for us globally to have a conversation. And once they realized what our conversation would be and was like things like we don't want globalists, you know, pedophile terrorists running the world. We don't want big banking cartels running our lives. We don't want, uh, you know, to, to own nothing and be happy. We don't want to live in the coffin apartments. We don't want to eat bugs. As soon as they realized that that was the conversation happening online, well, what happened? AI was, was rolled out in full force, and nothing you see on social media or the internet anymore is organic, natural, or grassroots whatsoever. It is all astroturfed. It is all algorithmically, uh, uh, you know, altered. And it is all curated and presented to elicit a response. Now, you can use it if you are aware of this. You can use the Internet to continue to enhance your knowledge of the, the scope of everything happening if you are aware of that fact beforehand, that nothing you're seeing is, is natural Everything is astroturfed. Everything is augmented with AI and algorithmic machine learning to enhance a narrative and preferred narrative that they want to promote. But if you can see through that, then you are miles ahead of the game. Then you can navigate with an understanding that allows you to see clearly what is happening. So, Joe Biden... He gave Iran $6 billion. Kash Patel tells us that it was intentional that the intelligence services did not see what happened. Americans are being kidnapped, held hostage, and murdered in a terrorist attack abroad. A ground invasion is coming against Gaza, hundreds of thousands possibly Israeli troops are being formed as we speak. More rocket attacks happening as we speak. I have top 10 takeaways from what happened according to Andrew Cor- Corbico Cor- Corico via Substack. thought these were some interesting takeaways we have top 10 takeaways from what happened over the weekend with this hamas sneak attack on israel before we get there though another texter from the 970 texted and says they quote unquote want war with anybody they can get it with you nailed it on the head war is the greatest cover and justification mechanism to be able to do whatever they want and as you just said i to claim emergency wartime powers to rule in total tyranny folks I didn't just say this recently either. If you're listening to the show, if you're a regular listener, this is what I was telling you two weeks ago, at minimum. Maybe longer, a month or two months ago. Okay? And again, I'm not like saying I'm the one who broke this and I'm the first one to think of this. I'm just saying we knew this was coming. We were fully aware that they were going to have a war to further take power and control away from the american people and put it into the hands of the few and small groups who have seized power hostile coup intelligence clandestine color revolutions here in america and abroad and what we're seeing in israel look it's a direct product of this same machine that is working to push war on us all always because we have to be in a state of conflict that creates the fear they need to make us controllable because the fear is used as a uh, psychological warfare weapon to manipulate us into doing things that we wouldn't otherwise do because it puts us in a fight or flight response which makes us incapable of making sound and rational decisions we look to the uh, strong man to come in and save us when we should be looking at ourselves inwardly and to god first and foremost above they don't want us doing that though they don't want us rationally thinking about what's happening they want us in fear panic so that we can be taken advantage of top 10 takeaways from Hamas's sneak attack on israel let's hear what they say hamas launched an unprecedented sneak attack on israel over the weekend the border wall was breached some military bases were captured and dozens of hostages were taken back to gaza Israel responded by launching uh, airstrikes inside the Strip, preparing a ground operation. Here are the top ten takeaways, according to Andrew Karibko, over on Substack. One, Israel's alleged invincibility was dispelled as an illusion. For starters, nobody is under the illusion that any longer that Israel is invincible. Up until this weekend sneak attack, somebody continued to cling to the claim that the conventional military... Uh, technical capabilities and massive aid from america made the region a hegemon but that perception was shattered i don't know if i well i agree with that interpretation of what happened here but i don't know if that was their goal and we're going to keep going with these in a second we have a caller let's see what they have to say bring the caller on caller you are on the air what's up
2: Hey, Greg, it's Henry from the feeding station. How are you?
1: Good, Henry. It's good to have you call. I'm sorry to hear about your wife. Is she okay?
2: Yeah, she's fine. She's in the northern part of the country, so things are relatively quiet up there. But, of course, as your last caller just uh, talked about, uh, Hezbollah's up there. They've got a bunch of stuff. So if they decide to go off the rails, then all bets are off. So hopefully she can get out of there tomorrow and uh, get home safe, and, and we'll be you know, we'll be good. But, uh. Here, hold you on. Know, on. I, I wanna,
1: can you, can you right. hold on over the break and we can bring him back? I can. Okay. I so can. This is Henry Loke, good friend of mine, uh, God's feeding station. He's calling in. His wife's in Israel right now. We're going to get his take on what's going on. I think uh, he's going to have some interesting insight. So you're going to want to stay tuned. We're going to talk about this and more with uh, our friend Henry. But uh, you're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after a quick commercial break. So everybody stay tuned. We're going to talk about this further. We'll be back.
2: Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert-Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news get real solutions for healthy living, and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom.
1: Make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen to the lotion to the salve to the retinol cream to the tinctures to the cocoa to the coffee to the tea everything in between and make sure you try out the pet products as well they have pet shampoo and pet tincture you're not going to be disappointed these products are white labeled and sold in high end stores and boutique salons for two three and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360 kccom shop straight from the manufacturer so go there and buy your products today and i know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me
0: 9-11 the podesta emails epstein island hunter's laptop the 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more on Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m.
1: Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host Craig James, and we're joined by a friend of the show, Henry Loke, and he's been telling us about his wife's over in Israel right now, uh, and he was going to give us his take on what's going on with the conflict over there. Henry, uh, sorry I cut you off at the break. Why don't you keep on going? I know you're about to share something important, right?
2: No, you're good. Um, yeah, the whole thing is well it was really interesting in watching this play out over the weekend and what i what i saw what kept coming to mind and and i don't know that i have a lot to offer more so than what you've already talked about but it was just i heard the same things i we were hearing in the run-up to the war in iraq after 9-11 and here's my question so you have every intelligence service in the west fails to see this coming how, I have no idea, but okay, let's just, you know, take that for what it is. They, nobody saw this coming, but yet we're supposed to believe that those same intelligence services within hours of this attack happening in Israel, they've now figured out that Iran is funding it and they're behind all of this, and I was like, and it was the same, to me it was the same Yeah, script. like we knew, you we watched. Knew.
1: We knew it was Osama bin Laden within about 15 minutes after 9 11. It was interesting that we were finding passports and and things that. Yeah, I get it. I think you're right. I think you're onto something, Henry. I think they and I've said this before. You know, I think they're trying to sell us the war that they've always wanted with Iran. I think that's the that's the whole point of this. This is and and you know Israel wants that war just as much as the uh, neocons and the uh, Democrats do. So it's it's not like. It's surprising it's just that this is the next iteration and form it's going to take. I think they need a distraction from the failure the failure of Ukraine, which is that there is no American support there, and this is the right. war that they want to bring next. What do you think?
2: No, I agree and and that's the thing. there's always you know it's always that pay no attention to the man behind the curtain thing. There's always something else going on. It's never what it appears to be on the surface. there's always another agenda, there's always something behind it, there's always, uh, there's a purpose behind everything that happens, but the bottom line is, and I know you know this, I hope your listeners know this, this is a spiritual battle, right, this is, you know, you, you've covered, uh, and, and, you know, we've been watching all the stuff that's going on from a worldly perspective, but the bottom line is, you know, somebody had posted on Twitter over the weekend, are, you know, are we in biblical times, there's never been a moment where we're not in biblical times. Right? Everything that's going on has been laid out and talked about and prophesied about and, and all these things. And so this is, this is a spiritual battle. You know, it's, it's uh, Ephesians 6, where we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. That's what people have to remember. And so, you know, I would encourage your listeners just to be praying for wisdom, to be praying for God's discernment, to be praying for God to reveal what needs to be revealed and to never take at face value the things that are going on. Because even just the texts I I was getting from my wife were differing a little bit from what I was seeing on the news. And so, you you know, you kind of, you take everything with a grain of salt, but everything needs to be... Uh, laid before the Lord in prayer, and uh, we need His wisdom, we need His discernment, and we need to remember that scripture, because that's what this is.
1: Yeah, thank you. I mean, Henry, I think you you did a great job there, bringing this full circle back to what really matters, and that is the scriptural, uh, you know, where we have to base ourselves in scripture and understand that, you know, what we're seeing around us is just, uh, you know, the the fallen world being fallen. And it's not going to end with, with us, you know, you know, James one twenty, our, our anger doesn't satisfy God's righteousness. We have to remind ourselves that what we're seeing right now, and this is my point, is is, pro- is meant to provoke an emotional response which will be used to manipulate us, like you're saying, with uh, similarities to what we saw in 9-11 here now with Iran. This is what exactly. we have This is why the Scripture is going to going to help us send ourselves back to have the discernment you're talking about, to understand that, you know, people, they, they want to use the, this... Uh, this question of israel 's support, and i 've said it before, my opinion is humbly uh, for what I see is that the secular humanist government representing Israel is different from the people of Israel, and what is biblically described as the land of Israel what we see that yes ge- geographically, yes, that is where it is, but i 'm just saying that there are, there are fallen demonic forces, dark forces, mm-hmm. if you will that yep. want us yep. to do things and have wars and, and go in certain directions that we have to see, recognize, and I think Scripture, like you were saying, the, the Scripture is what gives us that clarity, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because like you said, they want a response, either emotional, like, and fear is the best response they can get because fear is an ultimate control rod. If you want people to do what you want them to do, make them scared, and then offer them the solution and you know the 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 demonic forces and and all those things are really good at using at using the fear thing and so for everybody out there you know when you see, when these things happen you need to the first thing you need to do is just to to lay it before the lord and 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 ask for some discernment and clarity and you know i'm i'm not saying you know what happened didn't happen and all those types of things i'm saying that everything like I said, everything is spiritual, and it needs to be looked at in that light, and and uh, and and just look beneath, you know, look behind the curtain because there's always something else going on.
1: Well, amen, brother. I thank you for calling in, man. We're gonna, we're gonna. I'll be praying for your wife that she gets home safely, and you have to keep me updated on that. Uh, you will have to let me know how will that all, all goes. I'll, I'll look forward to hearing from you on that. Is there anything else you want to drop All right, thanks, on us?
2: No, just hey, everybody, just be praying. That's yeah. all. You know, be praying for everybody over there, because even, even you know, with all the things that we just talked about, there are people affected by this. You know, hundreds of people dead, families torn apart, people that have been taken captive, you know, and so there is a, a very, very human aspect to this whole thing. And, and so there's a lot of prayer needed for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. And so uh, I would just, again, encourage everybody just to, to get before God and, and offer all this up and, and, and allow him to guide you uh, in accordance with his will and, and to provide his wisdom for how we react to all of this.
1: Great points. I appreciate you calling in brother. We're going to stay in touch. Thanks, uh, re- you know, yep. write me and let me know what, what, what's going on. Okay.
2: We'll do. All right. Thanks all right. buddy.
1: God bless. Take care.
2: All right. You too. Bye-bye.
1: All right. So that was my good friend, uh, Henry Lokay from God's feeding station you need to check out his work but his wife's over there we're gonna we're gonna keep her in our prayers and uh yeah i mean look everything he brought up i think very very good points very much uh worth noting at minimum in understanding what we're facing here i'm gonna get through more points and takeaways from this hamas sneak attack on israel what we need to know A lot more here and what this all may end up looking like okay what is this meant to do what's it going to push us to do what are we going to see going forward here why are they endlessly dramatically selling us the fear well i think henry and i kind of especially henry we hit the nail on the head there on what they're doing we're going to look at that plus more and how they're already trying to blame this all on President Trump, which no surprise there, but we're going to talk about that and a whole lot more when we come back a little bit later. But before we do, I want to let you know this show is sponsored in part by My Kind CBD products. If you haven't tried out My Kind CBD products, go to 1360 slash shop to get your My Kind CBD products today. They're the highest quality THC free CBD products sourced from local colorado hemp farmers 100 organic lab tested to ensure the highest quality the products are developed painstakingly over a long period of time to ensure the highest level of products you can get these products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two three and four times what you're going to pay when you go to 1360khnc.com My favorite is the sunblock. I've been using that every single day, but they have tinctures, lotion, uh, retinol cream, pet products, pet tincture, pet shampoo, drinks, candies, you name it, they have it. Check it out now, 1360khnc.com slash shop. When we come back, we're going to keep going down the rabbit hole. Make sure when you check out, too, at the uh, shop there, you put my name, Craig, or just for I'm talking, the... Uh, comment section helps me out more importantly the products are going to help you out stay tuned you're listening to just form top radio we'll be back after the break
3: Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the DeafBlind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM
2: 1360. You can run on for a long time for a long time, Run on for a long time. Sooner gotta cut you down. Sooner gotta cut you down.
1: Welcome back to Just Informed oh, Talk yeah. Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, and yeah, like you heard on the break, good friend of the show, good friend of mine personally, Kelvin Crosby aka the Deaf Blind Potter, his show premieres today on KHNC at five PM Mountain Standard Time. Make sure you set a reminder for that so you tune in, support his show, support what he's doing. Uh, the man has a strong testimony for Christ. He's going to have awesome guests on there that are going to tell you great stories. And he's going to teach about perseverance in all ways. Uh, a man uh, in, with Kelvin's integrity who has persevered through so much. Uh, he's, he's an inspiration, but he's also just, to me, a good personal friend. And I want you guys to go support his show which is airing again today on 1360KHNC on the AM dial here on the Front Range or at 1360KHNC.com at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Check it out. Support him. And uh, we're we're very much looking forward to his show coming on later today. Now, this is going to be a lot more information than what we kind of set out to get through on the show today. I'm going to try to get as much as I can. There's more than I can probably cover in one show, but I'll get through what I can here now. So I was going through before the break, uh, before we got our calls and texts, the top ten takeaways from Hamas's sneak attack on Israel. Uh, we said the first one, which was to that Israel's invincibility was dispelled. Their The illusion of their invincibility, at least, was dispelled. But... There's more. And before we get there, though, we have another text message uh, from our friend Sandra saying, Dear Craig, God has called the Jewish people, his chosen people, the apple of Zai. We all need to pray for Israel's victory over the enemies. God bless you, Craig, for your blessed voice. Sandra, I agree. I agree. 100%. 100%. So thank you for sharing that, uh, Sandra. Now, we're going to keep going. Top 10 takeaways from what happened. Number two, it was totally unprepared for Hamas's hybrid war tactics upon breaching of its border wall, which was a result of colossal intelligence failure and subsequent collapse of all security systems. Israel proved that it was totally unprepared to counter Hamas's hybrid war tactics of lightning fast squad assaults and rudimentary drone attacks. I would argue that, as we've outlined in this show, the reasons why this was possibly allowed to happen, that... Perhaps that takeaway is not uh, 100% accurate in the sense that this may have been allowed to happen, but good point. Number three, political infighting likely contributed to this intelligence failure. Well, that definitely is true. It says, had Israel's Israel's military and intelligence services not gotten involved in the political dispute over Netanyahu's planned judicial reforms, which was exacerbated by the Biden administration's meddling as explained, uh, then they might have detected Hamas's plans in advance and thus been able to foil them. Again, not sure that that is accounting for the fact that they may have wanted this attack. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say wanted. I think that's too strong. Let's say allowed it to to get to a means to, to as an ends to a means or a means to an end. I should say because obviously they want war with Iran and they want to start having they want the the president to be set for them defending themselves against a middle east that's surrounding them more and more every day and with the weakening of the united states globally it really does represent an existential threat to the israeli government so obviously they would like to start nipping things in the bud before they get out of control which is why perhaps possibly you allow something like this to happen to create the pretext for you to go to war and to start sending a message to your enemies as steve stars and others pointed out northern enemies like hezbollah that are more powerful and more well-funded and more organized than hamas that you're sending a message to them that you are willing to defend yourself i don't know Number four, it also didn't help that the U.S. spies are distracted with Ukraine. Of course, a lot of this does draw the conclusion that the weakening of the U.S. and NATO is going to directly result in all of these different things. But the fact of the matter is, is, this has all been coming for a long time. This has all been in the works for a long time. Number five, America's now in a dilemma over who gets finite military aid. Well, that's true. We know who's going to get prioritized over Ukraine and NATO. I can tell you who it is uh, with 100% certainty right now. And it is uh, the individuals who were just attacked over the weekend. Saudi Arabia will probably freeze its peace talks with Israel, of course. We all know Saudi Arabia is not really on the side of any non-muslim country uh they were on the side with us only because of the fact they need somewhere to sell their oil and they've been enriched beyond their wildest dreams by the petrodollar and how that's basically paid off the royal family there uh the india middle the india middle east europe economic corridor will likely be put on ice for some time. They were trying to create this new Silk Road, if you will. Doesn't look like that's going to continue. Not China's Silk Road, but a a, a similar type of scenario where they're having economic interdependence be bolstered. Russia, number eight, Russia and China's balanced statements surprised some observers. Russia and China were thought to be favoring palestine but they've come out and essentially say said russia for example said they fully support the idf which you know obviously possibly just paying lip service anyway number 9 the debate over whether the ends justify the means has reopened which means now the ad the idf the israeli defense force is going to Come out and say we need to go and kill people. Do do more. We'll see. That's what they're going to say. Hezbollah. number. And finally, number 10. Hezbollah is the wild card in the latest Israeli-Hamas war. Hamas' sneak attack against Israel brought to life one of the latter, latter's worst nightmare, which might become even worse if Hezbollah decides to commence large-scale hostilities In that event, Lebanon and possibly also Syria could be dragged into the fray, which could easily become existential for all parties. And that's what Steve Starrs was hitting on earlier in the show, that Hezbollah is the wild card, and Hezbollah is looking at this and possibly seeing opportunity, which we can only imagine what that will result in. So, to sum this all up, Everything you're seeing is a carefully orchestrated and curated play. And when I say play, I mean like on chessboard. Every move is a play. We have to be aware of what's happening. So and how do we fight it? Well, like Henry was saying before, we center ourselves in the scripture. Today is no different. So as we wrap up in our final segment, we're going to do our God's Grace and Spirit segment. We're going to talk about how to overcome this fallen world with Scripture and discernment and God in our hearts and Jesus. Stay tuned. Listen to Just Form Talk. We'll be back after the break. Hi, folks. This is
0: Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 A.M.
2: Valley low ain't no river wide enough, baby.
0: If you need me, call me no matter where you are, no matter how far. Don't worry, baby. Just call my name. I'll be there in a hurry. You don't have to
1: worry. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. You know we do our God's Graces Greater segment at the end of every show where we look at some scripture and we talk about it. We we do our scripture reading here on the show. Uh, We are in Proverbs, but today we're kind of taking a bit of a detour and we're going to jump over to Ephesians. And I want to talk about light versus darkness. And the reason I want to talk about this is because we see this happening across the world right now. We see the forces of light and the forces of darkness and they are fighting a great battle. But remember that God's wrath is coming on the disobedient and that they will suffer a punishment, if not in this life, certainly in the next. I remind myself of this scripture anytime there's something happening in the world that I understand that I can't control, and I see evil as it continues to seem to prosper, but it will not prosper and it will not succeed uh, because there is a wrath that is coming. I'm going to share these verses. This is Ephesians chapter five, verse six through thirteen or fourteen. And it says. Let no one deceive you with empty arguments, for God's wrath is coming on the disobedient because of these things. Therefore, do not become their partners. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the light results in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, discerning what is pleasing to the Lord. Don't participate in the fruitless works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to mention what is done by them in secret. Everything exposed by the light is made clear. For what makes everything clear is light. Therefore it is said, Get up, sleeper, and rise up from the dead, and the Messiah will shine on you. Now I share these words, because as we look out in a dark world, where darkness seems to continually prosper, know, remember, and have faith, that God's wrath is not only coming on the disobedient, but that it is our job to not become partners with this darkness, rather to walk as children of the light and allow for goodness and righteousness and truth to be our guideposts. And we must remind ourselves every single day that not only are we not meant to walk in the fruitless works of this darkness, but it is our job, it is our duty It is our biblical command to expose it. Because as it says in in this verse, in 12, verse 12, it is shameful even to mention what is done by them in secret. But, then it tells us, everything exposed by the light is made clear. For what makes everything clear is light. And that's my message to all of you out there. Do not be afraid to speak the truth. Do not be afraid to expose what is happening. How do you expose it? You expose it by shining light on it, by speaking truth of it. The light is the truth. And the truth is Jesus. Died for our sins, and we are saved eternally, and that there is wrath. That God's wrath is coming on these diso- those who are disobedient to him. It's a simple truth. It's a simple scriptural truth that we have to remind ourselves every day as we face darkness and evil in this world, manipulation of our, of our lives through fear, covetousness, lust, greed, avarice. We can overcome all these things, but it is only through Christ who has died on the cross for our sins. We have to remember that, acknowledge it, and now... I'm calling on all of you out there. If you haven't, if you're on the fence, if you've been on the fence, if you've been listening to the show and you're not a big fan of this final segment, I hope these words speak directly to your heart right now. You can change your life today. You can take all the darkness and you can remove it from inside of you and you can cast your cares on the Lord and let him take control. All you have to do, open your heart up, Say a prayer and accept Jesus as your Savior. Repent of your sins and ask Him to enter your life and do great things. He can do great things, but you've got to let Him. And if you've already accepted Jesus, then continue to reaffirm that faith by living by the Scripture and the commands that we have. Exposing the darkness with the light of Christ. Sharing it with all those who need to hear it. So that's what I'm going to say. Thank you for listening. Today's show was great. Thanks to all the callers. Thanks to all the texters. We had a great conversation. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place, 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time here on 1360 KHNC or 1360KHNC.com. I'm Craig James. This is Just Warm Talk. Patriot Radio News Hour is next. Stay tuned. Godspeed and God bless you.